We are boothin'. It's Wednesday morning. It's time for the world's greatest freestyle-oriented podcast. That's right. That means you are listening to This American Life. No, I'm just kidding. You are listening to Boothin. Um, And this is a podcast where I wander between topics of varying levels of interconnectedness. And once I'm out of the meadow of thoughts known as the y'all y'all zone then at the very end of the episode i spit a freestyle about the contents of the episode and whatever else uh you know whatever additional spillage is on my mind that didn't make it to the uh you know the brim of life's margarita glass so welcome how are y'all doing it's uh it's been a little while since we had our old arrangement, huh? This is uh, an OG Boothin episode. That means Solo Dolo coming live from the Analog Castle down at Oak Island. Because I'm back, baby. But I'm still on vacation. Oh, yes. Um, And I am beyond relaxed, beyond excited to be here. Things are falling into place in my life. Uh, in an exciting way. There's a interesting energy uh, in the air out there, and I'm not sure if you've tapped into it, but a lot of my friends who are artists have been um, extremely prolific over the past you know, week, week and a half. Uh, and somehow I just kind of, you know, I threw my antenna out my ear, and uh, I caught a frequency, and I've been riding it, since I got home from Denver and uh and there's a lot of exciting things there's some things I won't even be able to talk about yet on the podcast um but needless to say uh spirits are lifted you know the uh it's um it can be tough right uh sometimes when you're you get stuck in your own head especially if you live alone you know like that old song, mind playing tricks on you. But if you are, you know, bougie enough to end up having a vacation like me, I know that's, this sounds extremely privileged because I'm like, oh, if you, you know, does your situation kind of suck? Are you are you struggling? Go on a vacation. As if uh, people, especially in this climate and this uh, economy, can afford to just, you know, uh, go grab their tent bag and you know hit camp but um it's just i got home last uh like very late last monday um which would be a week and a half ago for those of you listening and i walked in the door and it had been long enough for me cuz i spent you know like a week at home in goldsboro before going to denver for like eight and a half nine days it'd been long enough that i'm like oh i was like a kid visiting another kid you know when you're younger and you get to have a sleepover at someone's house and you realize how poor your family is and you're just like oh you got one of these 
you know, and the kid's like, uh, yeah, an ironing board. Yes, we we do have one of those. They open up the pantry, and you're like, oh, you got off-brand cinnamon toast crunch? And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I told her to get the real deal. But you know, I'm I'm just that impressed kid. So I get home, I get home, and I look around, and I go, I'm like, oh man, that's a nice base. I flip around, you know, look to the back. I'm like, wow, that's a beautiful ukulele. I see my acoustic electric bass, not like an upright bass, just a, a sideways bass. Um, and I think, man, that thing is nice. I bet that thing would sound good with this thing. Uh, you know, I see my little guitar practice amp. I'm having this moment. It's almost like uh, people who, uh, when they talk about recommitting their marriage vows, because, you know, someone... Uh, you know, someone went and played, uh, you know, devil's dodgeball, uh, on a business trip, but it's like, oh, everything's new. Uh, and that sounds cornball, but actually I've just been, I was looking around, I get home, I'm in like, I set up my studio. I'm like, I have a studio whenever I am physically, uh, you know, capable of recording, you know, whenever it's reasonable, once I'm done with my work for the day. I dreamed of having a studio when I was a kid. That was like my fantasy that I just, I somehow, you know, I guess that I, I just find ways to not appreciate the, the cool stuff I have going on. And it was cool to step out of my own um, comfort zone for a little while because then once I came back, I felt as though I was home, you know? I I had the moments where um, things I kind of instinctively have done uh, paid off and are becoming habits. And so I get home, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, edit up the uh, Rich interview. And I finally am finished with my ECU class. That's the other big thing that happened. Um, so I got home and I had to write this paper uh wow those those peas are popping um and i had to write this paper for a uh a class that is or was the single the single hurdle between me and being a fully licensed educator now what that means is uh if you didn't go to school for english education you just went for english literature you'd have to go through the process that i have just gone through and really it's just you know 2000 plus bucks and you got to write papers and I mean it's all you know I learned stuff but uh, I was just so glad to be done with it but I finished the ca- the class the course with such follow through um have you ever seen the videos of the the guys doing the you know the the morbidly obese men playing with uh, katanas in their like mom's front yard I I felt like that when I was finishing the class. Uh you know how you that like the follow through with the blade. So I was just slicing through these assignments before I had to leave for Denver. And at first I was stressing out during the uh the week before it was time to leave because I had, you know, something like 6 chapters to read that week with 6 quizzes or you know, it was a huge number. I had papers, I had discussion boards. And um I had to stop myself because 
my default, I don't know if it, you know, if it comes from, uh, you know, the ingredients, AKA the upbringing. I don't know if it just comes from time, but the thing is, I constantly doubt myself and why, you know, I, I had this really weird, almost like, you know, life, uh, fortune cookie moment. As I was sitting around, I'm stressing. I had a 99 in the class. I'm sitting there stressing, thinking, well, hypothetically, if if I uh, receive a zero on these assignments, uh, then uh, potentially my grade may drop uh, beneath the threshold. And I just thought, no, no, you're smart, y'all, y'all. You're no dummy. Just focus and obliterate the class. That class is not going to uh, get in the way of this vacation I have planned. So literally, like Cyclops, you know, how he went from being uh, mortified by what his uh, his mutation was, uh, I threw the helmet on my own, you know, academic vision, and I focused that laser energy, and I just... I locked on to the remaining assignments from my class. And I, I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say I obliterated the remaining of the work in the class. And I realized, like, why, why was I stressing out? What in me, you know, needed to feel as though I was anxious? That inner procrastinator, you know, I've read about it. I've read you know, self-help style literature about procrastination. Uh, you know, a lot of supposed ties between that and ADHD. I'm not diagnosed with that. You know, I've just been uh, researching around. But they're excuses for me. It was easy. I I demolished the class. I Then I got home and I had one last paper to write. And instead of thinking, okay, well, this paper is... Uh, you know, this is it, and I, I got to have the B minus or else I don't finish the program. There was no option. I knew I was going to at least get the B minus because I wasn't going to allow for something else to happen. So what I'm getting at is the fat man in the front yard of his mother with the katana and the 14 milk jugs of, uh, you know, ascending or descending size. It's the follow through, right? I just was running through my mother's front yard as uh, my uh, chalice gutmas was hanging out. And, I mean, how lame is that video? If that guy, you know, that, uh, that tubby tuba player is running through, you know, he slices through uh, six and a half out of eight giant water containers. And then right before the last one, he just stops and he thinks... What if I can't do this? He was already doing it. I was already doing it. So what I did was once I was finished with that last assignment, I just kept the momentum moving ahead. And then I stepped into studio production mode. It's something I've mentally had set aside. You all have heard me talk about music, uh, but you know, or wanting to record writing. But as soon as I was done with my work obligations for two months with uh, my job and done with school, why would I stop at that last jug? Instead, I kept it moving, and over the course of the past week, I have written and demoed out my entire first project. The momentum is still moving. 
Um, you know, I could have stopped myself. I could have really just done nothing or gone and, um, you know, crashed at my parents' spot or done any of that stuff. And I know this sounds braggadocious, but it's just weird. I, I guess the reason I'm sharing this story is because how many times have I been, you know, hitting that perfect speed run and Mario 2 uh, in my life, just demolishing the levels. And then as, you know, instead of where you're keeping the jumps going, you know, you're bopping on the Goombas, you're you're hitting all the shells. Uh, well, you know, what kind of speed run would it be if you get right towards the last, you know, tenth of the episode and then the guy goes, I don't know if I can do this. I'm going awfully fast. You know, just sometimes just fall back on your mechanical state. If you are... You know, if you are really doing things to try and sharpen your your mind as a uh, as an artistic weapon, or uh, sharpen your tongue as a you know an orator, or whatever your thing is, you know, getting a pastel watercolors done. Just you know, uh, it's like the thing where people realize they're flying in their dreams, and then they start to fall. Just don't overthink it. And I've had a a great week, uh, a week that it's honestly going to be memorable. I think largely because of the uh, the project that's going to come out soon enough. I mean, it's you know the wheels are spinning on that, but it just I don't know. I I I, uh, I have things I I want to talk about, but I can't yet. But Let's just say that I've had a great week and coming home from vacation after being gone for so long and seeing, you know, this beautiful studio I live in. I mean, it's just a house, but I got basses and mics and, you know, ukes, effect pedals. I got all these cool plugins on my computer. And so being able to um, come home and appreciate the, you know, the fruits of my own labor. So, you know, because sometimes we don't step far away enough from what we're working on to see the the bigger picture you know you might think your whole canvas is ruined because you you know you painted a uh, caterpillar then it looked like some poopy and then you had to throw some wings on it and try to to salvage it into a butterfly but that's what you got to do you can't just stop you can't just doubt yourself look i've spent a lot of time i would be you know, and I don't like this type of talk here where it's like, I've spent, I've wasted so much time. If I was doing this since, you know, everybody has that story. You know, if I was saving money instead of imbibing alcohol at a local watering hole, you know, or, uh, hey, well, if I had married that first one instead of wanting to kick the tires on uh, other people in my old town. I mean, what, what, what does that do for me? You know, I already got enough things to be anxious about. It's uh really, you know, my inner lazy person has enabled me to keep doing this work. Really, it's harder work to force yourself to stop the momentum. But, you know, I mean, isn't the story always so much more interesting when uh when somebody has to limp across that finish line on American Idol, you know? My dad always says, you know, you need a sob story. Every time, I, my mom would be watching American Idol, and they'd pull someone up, and he'd just be like, uh, "Like, I wonder, I wonder what this guy's story is." <clears throat> Pardon me. And uh, the guy seemed like well, you know, 
well-adjusted, normal, like, and then he starts talking. You know, that sentimental music starts going. You know, and he's, you know, long as I can remember, I was raised in a chicken coop by actually a stray corgi dog. And, uh, and then my dad would just be like, sob story. And then I'd look over and without fail, my mother would have tears in her eyes uh, because, you know, moms are like who those stories resonate with. Uh, moms really keep the network television machine alive with their uh, simpatico uh, tendencies. Speaking of moms, can we pause for a moment to acknowledge the garden gnome that leers at you from across within the neighbor's hedges? Ah, uh, yes, the neighborhood friend your mom does not like you to hang out with but does not forcibly stop you from being around, is back. Doesn't feel like a Saturday morning without this friend, and this friend's been absent from the auditory realm of importance, from the hype beast logistic headquarters for spotting and tracking. This individual has come back from... You know, so what many people said were irreparable social disgraces. But Kanye's back. He's back from wherever he's been for the past two years. That Washed in the Blood song, oh my gosh. It's got some Yeezy energy, but it's relative, you know, but it's still pretty clean. I mean, it's uplifting, but it's it's unforgiving in its uh, production. The rapping is fantastic. The Travis Scott feature sounds nice. And it makes you wonder, where's Kanye been for the past two years? I mean, there are a couple songs on Jesus is King that I can mess with, but, man, I mean, Kanye's like that aunt you have that uh, you only see at holidays, and only some of them, you never know, you know, uh, if she'll be on time, if she'll have a date, you know, who's her new boyfriend going to be this year? What's her new job going to be? What hair, uh, you know, a harebrained get-rich-quick scheme is she going to try and convince your dad to uh, become a, an early investor in? But you love her because she's family. And no matter how bad she makes things for you, no matter how much she makes you cringe, no matter how much she skims the whole top crustaceous level of marshmallows on the yams off of the entire dish, despite your mother's outcries to please not do that, she's your aunt. And Kanye's like that to me. I've been following Kanye, I wish I could say since the beginning, but attentively since uh, you know his third album, Graduation, came out. I think that was 2007. Just kind of became aware of the hype, got bought into the whole 50 Cent Kanye West, uh, you know, quote unquote beef, which was manufactured by their label. I always thought that was kind of funny. Kind of an unlikely pairing of people to beef. Um, also, it's probably one of the only times in uh, beefing history that 50 Cent hasn't been able to just um, strong arm his enemy into uh, perpetual career disappointment. Kanye, the only man that could, uh, you know, that could meet 50 Cent at the bridge to uh, to higher graces, better spaces, and glorious times. And when 50 Cent comes from under that bridge and asks you those questions three, 
Yeezy knew the answers. Ja didn't. Innumerable people didn't. I mean, Floyd didn't, you know, but hey, that's Yeezy. And it's just, you know, I know some of you listen to this, you're like, oh, shut up about Kanye already. I'm so tired of him. But, you know, for us fans, I mean, he's a part of my life. And I don't care. I mean, not that I don't care who he votes for. It's just, I mean, Trump, Trump's time in office, I try not to talk about that guy too much on this podcast, but Trump's time in office I mean, I've been listening to uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy for two and a half of Trump's terms, you know, in terms of that's a weird way to measure it. Yeah, I've been listening to this album for three Trumps, but, uh, you know, it's just a part of my life. And so, I mean, within reason, I mean, whatever that guy does, I'm still going to, you know, keep coming back, you know, yes, sir, and another one. Uh, But that's life. And if you haven't heard that song yet, be sure to check it out. Um, it's it's good. I've also been obsessed with uh, Rumor lately, which if you're, you know, if you're modestly plugged into the, uh, you know, the music promotion machine on Reddit or socials, I'm sure you've seen things about this guy. But uh, this Rumor guy who is apparently uh, Kirk J from The Voice. I mean, it's very compelling and believable uh, when I've seen the comparisons. Yeah, this rumor guy, he puts out an EP. I just love his style. He, like, his voice just really seamlessly fuses, um, you know, country and R&B and general crooning. I mean, I think uh, I think his style is it feels universal, almost like a modern day rat pack style of uh smoothness but uh but yeah those are the two things i'd I'd really recommend you check out if you so desire um let me pull up my list here my list of talking points ah yeah 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 <laughs> uh yeah we gotta briefly talk about this karen with the mustard stain on her shirt becoming a meme so fast uh, this meme i and you know exactly what i'm talking about the karen with the pistol with her finger on the trigger uh those uh people that were walking i guess maybe down a private drive as a shortcut i don't know you know the exact that's you know what's funny is i say the exact story doesn't matter because it doesn't she could literally have uh been you know saying and this is a weapon and i will demonstrate for uh, you know, I'm teaching youth the gun safety. This is how you don't hold the weapon. Boom, the picture's taken. And uh and it, we're gonna run with whatever we're gonna run with. So honestly, it doesn't matter. Her moment, her legacy cemented with an image. Of course, she was being a garbage human being. Uh the internet's theorizing from her general uh shuffled dismeanor, disheveled dismeanor. Dismeanor. <laughs> demeanor yeah sorry i'm a little tongue-tied right now but um they're like oh she's on pills she's on da, 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 da. look at her you know she's got the mustard stain on her shirt i mean maybe she's just a slob you know y'all ain't looking to maybe she's just a stupid slob you know maybe there isn't some deep underlying mental health issue maybe she's just a bad person <laughs> who wants to try and use you know uh lynch tactics basically you know um 
public fear to, to get her point across. And what's funny is that there are people who spend their entire adult lives attempting to become memes, who can't even get, you know, more than 10 reposts. Ah, I bet that woman's having a bad day today. You know, it's, uh, it ain't easy to, to become the apex of ridicule, but I mean, it's her fault. It's all her fault. It's not like a piano fell on her head. You know, we're not living in some cartoon where you see that happen. You go, oh, that's terrible. She's so unlucky. So unfortunate. She must be having a bad day. You know, it's not like these freak incidents where people get hit in the head with a bolt that falls off an airplane and, you know, they only taste colors from now on. And you think, oh, God bless her soul. It was out of her control, but when the life, you know, the life force, when the universe gives you a bolt to the brain, you make color tasting. It's not like she just... It's not even like uh, these really unfortunate incidences where people leave the kid in the car. I know that's really morbid to bring up. But, I mean, apparently, according to research, like, I mean, that happens to people who are not bad people, you know. I know if you're listening to this and you're a parent who hasn't done that to someone, probably think, well, I've never, you know, I never used my car like an air fryer but uh i'm just saying like even that would be god awful and yes she'd be to blame if that happened to her but still like there's an element of like what was going on you know what happened how long because apparently it doesn't take much time for a kid in the car but this is her fault (laughs) this isn't one of these cosmic uh, you know, miscommunications between the better of two paths where things get derailed. No, no. This woman made a choice to go and be witnessed threatening people with a pistol. And it's not just the woman. The husband's right there, too, with his little janky, janky-looking yeah, golden eye AK-47 little 64-bit weaponized piece of nonsense nick and poop looking you know probably got the hair piece on toupee gang 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 no 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 i mean fooey to both of them they deserve every meme that comes their way they deserve every social disgrace this is not like we are uh you know it's not like the internet is just choosing these people at random these aren't like the proto memes of like bad news brian and uh i can't even think of some of the other you know, bad, really lame advice era memes. You know, people like to complain about the sensibilities of the youth. Oh, when I was a kid, things were so much different. Oh, when I was a kid, things were so much better. Our sense of humor sucked. I would literally sit around and quote Borat to entertain people. This was pre-phone, right? Before we could just watch clips. Before we could just sit around lunch table and watch the person who wrote the joke deliver the joke better than I ever even could understand the joke, I had to sit around at lunch trying to earn my keep, you know? Oh, nice pizza. My wife, king of the castle. People have the gall to say that kids these days don't have a good sense of humor. Kids have a better sense of humor than ever. 
because the interconnected competitive nature of the meme economy dictates that if you're not witty, if you're not absurdist, if you don't have a take that is hot enough to sear through the perforations in the mind of culture, you will not rise above the pack. Before, well, before, you know, when you could imitate Christopher Walken and put a feather in your hat and walk around and that's your bit until the end of time, those those days are dead. If I want to watch Christopher Walken, I can watch a video of Bill Hader seamlessly doing Christopher Walken with a deep fake of Christopher Walken's face on his face. I don't need a parrot in my friend circle anymore, right? I need ants. I'm an ant. You're an ant. We work together. We can tunnel. We can get to what we're trying to get to. Maybe feed the queen, whoever that might be. But just don't, you know, don't act like when you were a kid, things were so much better. You know, uh, flooding is not instantaneous for the most part. I mean, unless like a levee breaks or something, but it's a very slow rise. It's not like you, uh, it's not like you end up, you know, nostrils deep in water without getting your toes wet first. You know what I mean? And that's just a couple words in defense of the sense of humor of youth in the world. Uh, I mean, that's mostly what I have to say this week. uh, Let's get to two of these questions I have today. All right, so up first we have... uh, question here it says how's it going in enc and for those of you listening west of the mason dixon line uh that is eastern north carolina where i boof it up it's going well um i will say the humidity is kind of you know whipping the feathers out of my my tuckus um my steps have not been what i would like for them to be since getting back from vacation I've had some really good days, but uh, the humidity is just so much that I either need to, uh, you know, have a regimented, like as soon as the sun goes down, I hit the pavement thing, or I need to start waking up before, you know, 1 p.m. My sleep schedule, uh, much like the economy of this country, is in shambles, but that's okay. And passing economic commentary of mid 90s observational comedy esque. Lore is also not necessary, but it's complimentary with the booth and experience. But yeah, things are going well. Um, Mostly sticking with the intermittent fasting, too. I just got to be sure not to slip, you know. Um, It's happened many times, and it's real easy to just, you know, wake up two years later, knuckles deep in a Utz cheese ball barrel, Wondering where the time went. But uh but yeah, things are going well. Thank you for checking in on me. Um, and we got one more question here. It says there are a lot of sports. One of them has to go. Which one would you choose? Hmm. Ooh. Pardon the wet burp. You know what? I think uh yeah, I think pistol firing as kind you know as dangerous as it could be for me to recommend that as getting rid of that as a sport but i think uh uh the marksmanship in the olympics just doesn't seem 
necessary. Now, if they could just uh, maybe, you know, add another category of breakdancing for you got served-esque, um, you know, forehead sliding on the floor wire work type dancing, I think I'd be, you know, I'd probably, if I was working, if there were Olympics this summer, I would have had to call in like, sorry, boss, don't you know, you know, Tokyo uh, or China is uh, about to to serve Canada. And I can only imagine what type of music would be chosen. You know, some countries would have the real um, authentic, that real authentic homegrown soup, you know, um, that local flavor. Uh, but then, you know, you'd probably, you'd also have, uh, which would be cool. And then you also have people l- dancing to like future or Travis Scott or maybe classic hip hop, a little, uh, well, I, I guess sky zoo might be classic at this point. Ninth wonder, some, you know, some break beat type stuff, uh, techno, whatever. Anyways. It, so they'll have that cool vibe and then, you know, and they'll say, you know, and from Uzbekistan, uh, and then they'll have like a song that is also equally fire, but like the crowd doesn't know it. So they're not feeding into that energy, you know, uh, that jock jams energy, which is floating out there somewhere in the ether, you know, somewhere, you know, uh, you know, the saying it's five o'clock somewhere. I've once heard a, uh, over eager, morbidly obese body painted, uh, breathless man, proclaim that someone somewhere is doing the wave you know it's never bad timing to get a wave going it really requires vision beyond yourself it could be representative of tasks we need to accomplish you know within our own life you know but uh it always takes one to start the wave but what people don't realize is that one ain't nothing it's it's the guy you know three-fourths around the the horseshoe stadium who stands, who corrals his friend group, you know, come on, I know you got a chili dog, you know, pick it up, hold on to it in your mouth. This is America. This is the wave, you know, to be that wavesman three fourths through or waves woman, you know, I don't discriminate. Keep the momentum moving. Don't, uh, you know, don't slow down. That's that's the message for this week. Don't slow down. That's probably going to be the episode title as well. Listen, uh, I'm about to get the freestyle queued up. But uh, before we do that, you know, these platforms we're on, uh, as you know, you know, as someone who uses them, they're not doing the artist any favor. Uh, that's because if I had, you know, uninterrupted access to all of my friends on Facebook or Every set of eyes I could access on Instagram. It's not like I'd be making huge waves, um, but you know, visibility is important. So since these platforms have opted to, uh, you know, require the advertising dollars for people to see your stuff, you, the listener, are more important than the platform, right? You're what the platform is trying to stop me from having access to, if that makes sense. So if you've enjoyed this podcast in the past, the present. Uh, however you want to put it, you know, out there, please uh, post it on whatever social media you use, um, however you would like to, right? Uh, the link is www.boothinpod.com, and that'll get people wherever they need to be. I'm going to go ahead and get this instrumental queued up, um, but I did want to say thank you from 
the bottom of my lower intestine. Uh, you all have been a gassy blast, and I cannot wait for the next episode of this. And I can't wait for you to hear uh, what you know me and my collaborators have been whipping up for the tape. All right, let's get this freestyle cooking. Y'all, y'all with the booth and pie. Hey, y'all saying, oh my God. Makes it sound so easy. When it comes to having skill set, me, me, I'm greedy. I need to get my power stacked up. Follow through momentum and I never backed up. Mac truck backed up. Hear me coming with the beat. Even if you don't understand who I want to be. It won't stop me from styling with my flair. I got a whoop, I'm like reflect. And when it comes to whether or not I care, please don't relegate the amount to how much I stare. I'm stumbling down these stairs. I cross the crooked step with a flare. My eyebrows lost a nair. Giddy up, man. Female horse in divorce court. Married to the mule. Wait a minute. Youth of the nation addicted to the jewel I don't understand, wait a minute I do I use the chill with a wild and out crew Wait till I bring back the sleigh like a Santa town Even if they feel like Santa Clarita underdown Cannibalize my thoughts before it had been caught Like a Karen in her front yard In the private drive Whether or not you get it in that private eye Public perception you cannot deny No matter what happens you cannot try Eyes in the house they are not dry When my mom sees American Idol I was raised by a pack of llamas and some chicken wire With a dog that I ate for dinner Didn't have a comma, didn't know grammar Didn't speak English, man I spoke llama Nonsensical Dalai Lama advice from the coffee table that's nice, but it isn't like rice. The consistency subsists of our, well, our dependency, y'all right. <laughs> Whole grain, champagne, pop it, not Robert Paul. Once again, it's the booth and pie. I'm with my friends, and I've been murdering rats with a chain. Hey, the humidity getting to me, but I need to walk. With the magic beam being stuck. I'm at the festival in my mind, wishing I was at Shakori in real earth time. But I guess I gotta be patient when it comes to slaying beats. It's all my own creation. Y'all, y'all, y'all tape win. Y'all, y'all, y'all tape win. Y'all, y'all, y'all tape man. Wait till you hear my creation. Franken, signing, looking at my monster. Even if they got my flow, really going bonkers. Calm down, my flow with not tell me how I kill the imposters. Goat with the goat, don't get it flow straight at the throat like Roadhouse. There we go, Turkey. McGruber. I watched that garbage movie, Stuber. Booth and pie every time I lay it down. You gonna leave with a slightest, slightest smile, not a frown. Woo. All right, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Boothin. This has been episode Trip Zip 35. That's because we're going to hit them five-digit numbers down the line. Uh, this episode is called Don't Stop Slicing. 
Right now, and at the top of the show, you had music out of the Zaddies from Exercise. Prior to that, we had a freestyle instrumental produced by Exorcism for Girls. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or general sales pitches, feel free to call 910-718-4442. That'll take you straight to the booth and voicemail where you can leave all your problems behind and I'll probably complicate them instead of solving them. We drop every Wednesday. Be sure to follow us at Boothin underscore pod. Rate and review on your preferred podcast listening application. Be sure to subscribe and follow to the show. Until next Wednesday, y'all for one, one for y'all, and we are Boothin'.